Hello and welcome to another episode of Casted Into the Fire podcast. I'm on again with Bill. Hello. And we're back to Game of Thrones and... We're in the next chapter where, uh... It's a... It's a, uh... It's another one centered around Bran, largely, although he's unconscious. It, it's it's the Catelyn chapter. It's the Catelyn chapter, but Bran is a major guest star in this, of course. And it starts with another intense illustration, but I'm going to talk about that once I actually get to when it happens in the chapter. Yep. So I don't uh, throw it all out there. Um, okay, Ned and um, the others who had <sighs> left with him had been gone for eight days. And Bran is still unconscious. Yep. Um, Catelyn has stayed with him the whole time in... Um, As a dutiful mother. With minimal in the way of sleep and food. And uh, Mr. Lewin comes in and talks about how there's um, figures that need to be reviewed about the cost of the royal visit. And... Uh, and Catelyn doesn't want to deal with that. Nope. And says, you know, have the steward deal with it. And um, Lewin points out there is no steward. Um, because this um, pool went south with the others. And that they... They need a new master of horse. They need a new captain of the guards. And Catelyn just um, doesn't want to deal with any of this right now with what's going on with Bran. And um, totally, you know, Lewis is it with Lewin and says, well, why she want to deal with new master of horse? She'd, you know, gladly kill every horse in the stables if it would make Bran wake up. And Yeah. She's been using quite a bit of hyperbole here. Yeah. And... Next, Rob comes in. Who, uh, he didn't... Rob did not go south with the others. He's... Um, still staying behind as, I guess, one of the representative Starks for Winterfell. Yeah. And ask Catelyn what she's doing, and... Um, says that his younger brother, Rickon, is only three and doesn't understand and is following him around all day, Grabbing at his leg and crying, and yeah, he needs his mother because he's three. He's three. Let's always. Uh, they made him six in the, the show, but yeah. Well, it's again the age up people and age down other people. Like they, they, they make everything more palatable age wise, show wise, because otherwise you're dealing with the brutal realities of like an actual medieval world, basically. And, um, Rob admits that he needs her too and that he can't do it all by himself because, um, while we're still on the subject of the ages, Rob is 14. Yeah. Um, he's not the 20-something or that he is on the show. 
and a wolf begins to howl outside the tower and it's Brand's Wolf Summer and Rob opens the window to let some air in and Catelyn's like, no, don't do it. Bran needs to stay warm. And Rob says that he needs to hear them sing. And uh, Shaggy Dog and Grey Wing start howling also. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting because I think uh, Rob thinks that the wolves howling is actually helping Bran. Yeah. It's, it, it could be seen that way, I think. Like, it's actually, you know, sort of calling to him on a spiritual level, and he's on a spiritual journey right now. And Catelyn is like, make them stop by any means. Even kill them if you have to, but make them stop. Um, this is what the lack of sleep and stress is. Uh... Yeah. And uh, at this point, the dogs start barking also. All of the dogs. Yeah, oh, so all the wolves are howling and all the dogs are barking. And Rob is looking out the window and sees that um, there's a fire in the library tower. I don't know why did it have to be the library. Yeah. And... Rob tells his mother to stay there and you know, he'll get someone to get the put the fire out. And after everybody else has gone, Catelyn looks around and there's a man in the room with her that she doesn't know. And He's wearing filthy clothes. He stinks of horse. And um, Catelyn doesn't think he's one of the stable guys because she doesn't recognize him. Nope. And uh, this guy's got a knife in his hand and he says, you weren't supposed to be yeah, here. No one was supposed to be here. Yeah, and he has, he's clearly going for Bran. So this is like a clear assassination attempt. But for a reason, why would... And the reason, of course, would lead some to think that it was a certain uh, brother-sister duo that may have hired somebody. <laughs> and yeah, the guy puts his hand over her mouth and um, goes for her with the knife. And she's grabbing the knife with her hands, and um, oh, yeah. this is a good knife, and she's cutting her hands pretty badly, pulling the knife away from herself. Yeah, let's see, let's see the, the, the illustration there. Yeah. Oh, it's what is it, the next page? No, a few pages back. It's right at the beginning of the chapter. I just thought I wouldn't to describe that until we get to that okay. part. Okay, I thought they placed it here. Remember, I don't have the illustrated version, folks. I have just good old text version. Yeah, okay. So he's 
attempting to stab, I guess everybody and uh, the the wolf. The wolf. The name of this summer one? the dire wolf. Do you remember which one this one's name is? It's or? summer. It's Brand's wolf. Summer. Okay, yeah, Brand's wolf specifically, and that's the thing. The guy was sees a creepy guy with a knife, knife that's gonna. Stab his person and, and he's trying to kill Brand. So Brand's wolf is the one that responds and disarms him. And um, nobody was supposed to be there. Yeah, the wolf um attacks the guy and um pretty much tears his throat out, and that's the end of that. And Catelyn is just like in shock from this and. It's very um, bloody and gruesomely described. Yeah. And the wolf, right after it's freshly killed a person, jumps up on Bran's bed and lies down there. Yeah. So, yeah, right away, you know, they get help for, you know, the injuries Catelyn has on her hands and um the maester like cleans that up but the cuts are as I said pretty deep and also uh, she has a spot on her head where some of her hair had actually been pulled out in the fight yeah and um, she finally uh, goes to sleep after the maester gives her some uh, milk of the poppy. Yeah, which is opium. Uh, opium. Yes. Is this the first time that's mentioned? Is that milk of the poppy is gonna be a thing throughout these? Yeah, it's not the first time. Won't be the last time. Um, when she wakes up again from that, um, she's actually doing better and she calls for some breakfast and, but still there's, um, there's the fact that somebody came in there apparently to kill Bran and it's nobody they know. And um, they found in the stable a leather bag with 90 silver stags buried under the straw. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. Quite a bit. Quite a bit of uh, money. That it's never explained various... exactly how stags would line up to modern. Uh, yeah. But, but it's way, a lot. It's, 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 well, I figured it was supposed to be like a talon or something like that. But... It's more than that. Yeah. And that Catelyn was not supposed to be there meant the assassin was after Bran, not her. Yeah. So somebody uh, is here to assassinate and, a... Bran, and again, the reason, one of the chief suspects would have been Lannisters, because he saw it and they would have known that. So, for all we know, they knew he survived and sent somebody. course we later learned that that's the the, the the truth is a little more complicated than that we're not going to spoil it for the right. sake of uh 
For the sake of spoilers. Yeah, sake of other people. And um, they're checking out the knife that the assassin was carrying, and it's a really nice knife. The blade is made of Valyrian steel, which um, is rare. And the hilt is dragon bone. So this would not be just like a peasant knife. This is somebody with money gave him this. Yeah. And um, Catelyn has the maester and Sir Roderick and Rob swear to her that they will not tell what she suspects, which is that Bran did not fall from that tower he was thrown. Yeah, and that's, of course, True. the truth. Except, you know... And Roderick is shocked with this and is like, that's a monstrous suggestion. Even the Kingslayer would flinch at the murder of an innocent child. Yep. Um, and Theon uh, questions that correctly. Of course, because, you know, it's kind of a fucked up thing. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, and she said this so secret thing in front of Theon... Theon just doesn't come off trustworthy to me. I mean, maybe because it's I've read further. And you know, Rob's already talking of vengeance and pulling his sword out and waving it around. And um, Sir Roderick tells him to put it away and to never draw the sword unless he means to use it. Yeah. And... Um, Catelyn, I guess, notices for the first time that Rob has a real sword now. I don't know why she didn't know that before, but okay. Yeah. And, uh, Winterfell would have need of all of its swords soon, and they best not be made of wood, and... Um, Theon says that if it comes to that, his house owes theirs a great debt. Yeah, well. Uh, not sure why Theon is so eager to volunteer that unless, uh, it's a chance to... I don't think he has anything planned yet. I think he just wants to use the sword on somebody. Mm. Could be. But anyway, yes, this is a very dangerous thing to suggest without um, solid proof. And Roderick says that the dagger does count as proof because it's such a um, nice knife that that's not going to go unnoticed. And um, Catelyn would like someone to go to King's Landing and um, Rob's the first to volunteer, but she tells him that his place is here, that always has to be a Stark in Winterfell. And um, she thinks of sending Roderick. Um, she 
she's looking at Roderick, at the Maester, at uh, Theon, and deciding which one she should send and who would be believed. And um, she decides she's the one to go. And the Maester is like, is that wise? Lannisters are going to greet your arrival with suspicion, and Which they would. They would, and um, Rob is like, you can't leave Bran. He's still, you know, injured in bed, and um, Catelyn says she's done everything she can for Bran, and his life is in the hands of the gods and Maester Lewin, and she has other children to think of now. I'm not sure I agree with her under these circumstances. Yeah. Um, I'm like, no, he's still unconscious in bed. And this is bef- even before any, like, modern... help for that kind of thing, so... Yeah, it's true. And... Um, Theon says that she'll need a strong escort, which once again, I think Theon is in a hurry to do something important or dangerous and is probably thinking of himself. Um, Rob says that they can send Hal with a squad of guardsmen. Catelyn doesn't want that big a party because that would attract attention. And um, they agree on Roderick going with her and um, Catelyn doesn't want to take the king's road. They'll follow the White Knife River down to the sea and get a ship. And, you know, get to King's Landing ahead of Ned and the Lannisters. And then we shall see what we shall see. So that's yeah. the end of that. And, and and of course we shall see what happens there. So that's it's a very uh very ominous chapter in many ways. We don't know yet uh the meaning behind a man trying to kill a child who has already almost tried to be killed, like they already tried to murder him once. So And a difference from the show, and I'd actually forgotten this, is Bran does not wake up right after this. No, he's he still doesn't. unconscious. Yeah. Because in the show, um, he wakes up, like, almost right after the... Yeah, he's he's not unconscious for long, whereas in this, he's unconscious for a lot of it, and you don't know if he's going to make it or not. Um, you got anything else to say about? Uh, just, uh, I think that it's very interesting that they center Bran this early in retrospect. Uh, I don't know how many of our listeners will have read the books or even watched the show, but, you know, that's, those that have not, you're in for a treat, because Bran's going to be, uh, Bran's going to be in plenty of future chapters, and with Catelyn, uh, there's more as well as that, right, Sarah? Yeah, and um, 
the next chapter we're going to be doing is Sansa. And we've actually discussed this um, upcoming Sansa chapter a bit already in the past, but it, we can go over it in more detail again. And it's got a nice illustration before that one also. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening to Cast It Into the Fire podcast. Good, Good night. night.